Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 286 affiliates strong. Would like to say hello to our newest affiliate, WLEA AM and FM 106.9 in Elmira Corning, New York. Want to thank them for becoming part of the America's Healthcare Advocate family. Want to thank Brian O'Neill, the program director there and all the folks over at Radio America for making that happen. We're happy to have them on board. As I always say, we wouldn't have 286 affiliates if it wasn't for you out there in our listening audience. If you hear a show today that you want to tell somebody about, you want to go back and listen to it again, you can go to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. They're posted up there. They're also on all the podcast platforms Tune in, SoundCloud, Spreaker, iTunes, they're all there. If you want to tell somebody about the show, you want to go back and listen to it again, whatever the case may be, the podcasts are becoming pretty popular. You can follow me on Facebook at America's Healthcare Advocate. If you choose to do that, we'll be happy to have you do that. And if you're looking for help with health insurance, the lovely Joyce Thompson's available to help you with any ACA, individual, or Medicare policies. You can always reach out to her at 877-385-2224, and she'll be happy to help you. There are a lot of new subsidies out there right now. I just did a show on this. If you're getting a subsidy, you can probably get a better one. If you want to find out, uh, pick up the phone and give them a call, 877-385-2224 at RPS Benefits by Design. Okay, today is a show that I have been trying to get booked for a long time, and I'm really happy to welcome in studio with me today, Carmen Bradshaw, Vice President of Blue Cross and Blue Shield Community Health and Quality Acquisition Program. Welcome, Carmen. Thank you. Glad to have you here. And Dr. Perdition Neubauer, Chief Clinical Officer, KC Care Center, a community-based health program operating in Kansas City. And by the way, doctor, congratulations on 50 years. Yes, yes. We're very excited to celebrate this year. You've been around a while. We have. And if your uh, listeners don't know, we started out as the Westport Free Health clinic and have now morphed into Casey Care Health Center. Pretty amazing. Congratulations on that. So why am I excited to do the show? Because we're going to talk about the vaccine today. The vaccines, let me make it plural, the state of vaccine efforts. We're going to talk about that. What you need to know about the COVID vaccine. We're going to dispel a lot of these myths that people are going around listening to out there and give you some real clinical data and explain to you what's really going on. We're going to talk about the role of community-based organizations in getting these vaccines out to the public and my favorite topic why you should get the covid vaccine that's because i've had mine okay and so is my wife um and i'll tell you something uh you really need to do this and we're going to get into that in this show but once again i want to welcome doctor back to the show so doctor let's just start with um 
it seems to me now that we can say there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not an oncoming train. Okay, so your thoughts on where we're at with, with moving past the pandemic. We're not anywhere near that point yet, but let's talk about there's hope. Yes, I think we can definitely say there's hope. As we've navigated through these pretty rocky uh, cliffs over the last year, you know, we've gone through a lot of things we never expected to see. But with the state of American uh, research and many other people in the world, we now have vaccines that are very effective and safe. Okay, that's a key word right there, people. Okay, so we've got Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine all have an efficacy effective rate of 95% or better, yes? Well, and, and more important than that is when it comes to preventing severe illness that leads to hospitalization and death, we're pretty much at 100%. And that's, you know, there are people that say, well, I only have a mild illness with COVID. It's no big deal. But for the people that get the severe uh, COVID, it's huge because people can die. Okay, now I want you to go back and do I want people to hear this. Is this, this is a gospel I've been preaching for some time, people. You just heard doctors say 100%. That, that's, we're not hearing a lot of that in the media. That, that's a big number to hear that, that 100% effective in preventing death from COVID-19. And for, for people who have chronic illnesses and who are at much higher risk, that is the real important thing to hear. Okay, so if they're comorbidity, right. they're, they're type 1 diabetic, they're type 2 diabetic, they've got heart issues, they've got other issues, this is important, yes? Well, and not only that is what we found is people of color, people who are indigenous, their rates are much higher just based on that status. And so they may not even necessarily have all the comorbidities, but be at a lot of risk just simply by being a person of color. Yeah, and that that in, in and of itself is important. We're going to get into that a little more detail later on the show. Carmen, talk a little bit about Blue KC, your involvement here um, with the community-based health program um, and and why you guys see this as important as a health insurance carrier to come out and support this effort and to get people to do this. Absolutely. Well, in in healthcare, as Blue KC being a health insurer, we feel two really important points here. One, we want the members that we're able to cover to get access to this vaccine, to to believe and feel it's fully safe, to see how it can improve the health of them and the family and the communities where we live. But we also want the community to feel that. You know, we're a big part of this community. And one of the biggest values that we have at Blue KC is getting our communities healthy. And whatever we need to do to promote that, to support it, that's where we want to focus our efforts. And we feel strongly that this is a very important step for people to be taking. Yeah, it is. And, and I think it's great to see the collaboration between Blue KC, the hometown carrier here, um, and and the folks um, at Community Health and what, what you're doing, doctor, in your program. So let's talk about what's happened in Missouri now. We've got fully vaccinated people in Missouri as of April of this year, 2.7 million doses provided here. 1.7 million people have received their first dose. As I said, my wife and I have been fortunate enough to get both. In Kansas, 1.3 million doses have been provided, and you've got 868,000 291 people received their first dose. That's pretty good numbers. Doctor, what do you think? Well, again, when when I hear those kind of numbers, I start to feel hope. I do feel there's a light at the end of the tunnel. 
And, and that's exactly what we're talking about. When we look at the Kaiser report from the Kaiser Foundation, you know, the share of U.S. adults who report being vaccinated by COVID-19 is, is intending to do so or intending to do so uh, with, you know, looks like we're looking at a, a rise of 61% of total adults up from 55. So are we starting to see some of this fear? We're going to talk a little more about that as we get into the program. But, Doctor, you think we're starting to see people – <laughs> my next door neighbor's like, we're going to see what you do first. They're in their 50s. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I'm 72 years old here in May. You're, we had ours. My arm was sore from the first one for about a day. I had no side effects from the second one at all. And neither did my wife. So are we starting to see people start to come back down to earth a little bit with this stuff and stop going up to online chat rooms and all these other nonsensical things that are going on, doctor? Well, I think so. And, and I do think there were quite a few people that took the wait and see. They, you know, there was this myth that the vaccine was developed too quickly or released too quickly. So I think people wanted to wait and see what happened. But as more and more people have the vaccine and as more information's getting out that, you know, maybe COVID's only been around for a year, but the technology that they use to develop this vaccine has been around for over 10 years. I mean, they had laid the groundwork for these vaccines to develop as quickly as they did. So that's the RMNA that is being Correct. used by Moderna and Pfizer to do this. Correct. So let's go to that for a minute because people are, that's a big bugaboo, I guess, if put it another way this whole thing about was rushed through the fda program the way the fda did this alex azar and the whole they really did an amazing job in my opinion this was nothing short of a miracle to pull this off like they did but go back a little bit and talk about you said this was based in 10 year old technology and information that they already had because they had developed vaccines for other similar issues to this yes right i mean one of the things they'd been working on was a vaccine for ebola And this technology also has been used for some of the most life-changing cancer treatments. I mean, it's all based on reminding your body what it knows how to do already, which is create immunity. And so this, all this does is tells your body what to do. Your body is doing all the heavy lifting with these vaccines. That's a great explanation. I think that's something that everybody can understand. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about this. The doctor is in the house. We're happy to have her here. And we're also happy to have Carmen Bradshaw here. In Missouri, the hot link number, if you want to find out where to get a vaccine, 877-435-8411. In Kansas, 866-534-3463. If you call either one of those numbers, you can get information on where you can get a vaccine. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Also, there is a link at BlueKC.com. If you go to the BlueKC.com website, what you need to know about the vaccine, if you click that, it'll tell you where you can get information and get a vaccine. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All the information is up there. This is an important show. If you want to tell somebody, look, you've got a fear of this or that, go back up and tell them, go to the podcast, go to SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, Speaker, or even on our website, and they can hear the whole show from start to finish with Dr. and Carmen here explaining what is going on. 
My producer, the always perfect Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Joining me in studio again, Carmen Bradshaw from Blue KC and Dr. Patricia Newbauer, KC Care Community Clinic. We are happy to have both of them here, and I am happy to be doing this show. So, Carmen, let's go back to this for a minute because there is a lingering issue here in certain communities. Doctor mentioned this, you know, in the in the African American community, in the Hispanic community. Um, let's talk a bit about that. Sure. Well, you know, there has been concerns in the uptick of adults or people of color wanting to go ahead and proceed forward with this vaccine. But what I can say is that we've seen some enthusiasm when we look at, let's talk about our black adults. For example, the Kaiser Family Foundation has shown us through some recent surveys that we've seen a steady climb up to about 55% of our black adult population saying, hey, I'm willing to get vaccinated or I've I've gotten vaccinated already. And that's about a 15% increase from what we saw just a few months ago. And when we talk specifically about our Hispanic adults, we've seen a similar level of enthusiasm up to 61% from about 52%. I will say, though, there's so many reasons why people might feel hesitant. It could be religion, politics, previous medical um, experiments that perhaps took place that probably weren't done in any way, shape, or form the right way. What we do know is that we We still see a steady about 13% of people who say, you know what, no matter what, right now, I'm definitely not going to get this vaccine. And, And that's of concern to us. Yeah, it should be concerned, shouldn't it, doctor? Because we're going to segue to herd immunity here in a minute, but that's a perfect way to do that. You know, people need to look at the facts here. What you talked about earlier with the effectiveness of these vaccines, the, the prevention of death, all of those things. Um, what do you say to people that, you know, especially this 13%, I'm definitely not going to do this. Uh, politics, I, I don't get that at all, okay? Um, religion, I'm not so sure where that fits into it. Um, I do understand people who think they've got an issue where this could cause a bigger problem for them. So talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, we have to respect that people are afraid. We have to respect that people have had experiences. It's it's not just you know, the vaccine, but like Carmen mentioned, it's earlier experiments, earlier experiences. Um, But what we want to tell people is that we're all in this together, and it's going to take all of us to really get us back to what whatever normal is going to look like in the next year. And, you know, right now, we don't know the exact percentage of vaccinations that's going to get us to herd immunity, but we know we're not even halfway there yet. So what the focus needs to be is we still have to protect our kids, we have to protect our neighbors, and we have to protect grandma and grandpa, whoever's important in your life. You get that vaccine, you make a huge dent in returning us to normal and protecting not only the people you love, but your friends and neighbors. So it it really is comes down to it's like we're all in a war and we have to fight together to to win this war. Yeah, and it, it is it is significant. And I you know, I have a brand new granddaughter, she's 6 months old. I haven't seen her because we weren't vaccinated yet and I wasn't going to Washington state to visit her until we were vaccinated. So it's important and it's personal. I'm, yeah. To me, it's personal. I think people need to understand this. You know, here's the one that I don't get, and I'm just going to say it like I think it is. I don't get the, the issue with the 18 to 29 year olds who this is just knuckleheadedness to me. Okay. That you'll go to Florida and go on a beach and party. And you, I mean, you saw the spring bake pictures and all the rest of it, but you won't go get a vaccine. 
help me out with this. Boy, I wish I was in that age range so I could make sense of it. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say there. I mean, well, they think they think they're immortal. Perhaps I mean, doctors over here nodding your head. Yes, okay. They think they're immortal. I mean, that's they can get this just like anybody else. Maybe they will throw it off, but then again, maybe they won't. Right? Maybe one of the things that I recently read that was kind of encouraging to me when we face this particular statistic of eighteen to twenty-nine year olds kind of wanting to take this wait and see approach is that of people surveyed, they're the most likely um, group that really does want to return to a workplace setting, being around people. And so I think if we can get the right factual information and encourage these these younger populations based on seeing everyone else getting this vaccine, hopefully they'll follow that behavior, they'll see it safe. Um, because if they do want to be back in environments around people, then that's the first thing that they need to do. Yeah. And it, doctor, doesn't that make perfect sense? I mean, to me, the, it's pretty logical. I mean, would you agree? Well, it does make <coughs> sense. But I think when you say that that age group tends to think they're immortal, that that is the hall. I mean, those are the people that, you know, drive fast and all those kind of risky behaviors. It's just that, you know, I keep hoping that somehow maybe college leaders or the people in the groups that those uh, age ranges really um, are impressed by, that they're going to lead the way. I mean, I keep saying, where's Patrick Mahomes and his vaccine? You know, that, you know that's really interesting, because and that, that's a great comment. It, it really is. I mean, you know, maybe they need to line him up with the Chiefs and show him getting the vaccine <laughs> so so that everybody understands. You know, that's really funny, because if he did it, <laughs> you'd think about that. Uh, all you need is him and Travis Kelsey, and I think you'd have, right. you know, I think that would probably change. You may have come up with a great idea here. <laughs> you know, and by the way, the Tico, here at Tico Sports, where we're doing the, the recording today, they are the broadcast folks for the Kansas City Chiefs Hispanic Network, so maybe... Maybe Oscar and Cece will put a word in and see if we can get them to do but And, you know, maybe parents and grandparents, because you talked about that, okay? I mean, I know my kids can't wait for the opportunity to get this and know they're safe to travel and not have issues with it. So, you know, community leaders, pastors and churches, um, you said, you know, college administrators, teachers, et cetera, that, that all, to me, that all makes sense. And didn't I not hear the other day that, that President Biden is saying that we will have vaccines out, opened up for everybody to get them by what's the date? It's right around the corner. Yeah, it was in early May and he bumped it up by two weeks. So looking at mid-April, probably about a week and a half from now. And and I think that's another thing with this age range. You know, previously there were so many phases of eligibility and starting with those who potentially are at higher risk, such as our 65 plus population moving in I'm looking right at you (laughs) and you know moving in next in line to people who have um, serious chronic conditions that place them at high risk but now that we're moving into a much wider lane of allowing anyone above that age of 16 to step forward and get that vaccine I I do have hope we'll see that number increase for that range yeah and again you know taking doctor's cue earlier I think it's important for parents and grandparents to talk to these kids and tell them, look, I know you can leap tall buildings at a single bound and you're faster than a locomotive, but you need to go get the vaccine. Okay, that's where people, that, if you know who Superman was. But anyway, <laughs> if you want information on that, bluekc.com, there's a link up there for the vaccine. What you need to know about the vaccine, click on that. It'll take you to a link that shows where you can get them and when they're available. You can also call the hotline in Missouri at 877-435-8411 and in Kansas at 866 
800-334-3463, and you can get this information. We come back from the break. We'll talk more about the vaccines and what it is they do and how it works. Doctor touched on a little bit. We're going to get in the weeds on a little bit. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIE Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find more, find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. This show is on the website. It's on all of the podcast platforms. Tune in, iTunes, SoundCloud. If you know somebody that has been hesitant to do this, wants to understand the real facts behind it, this is a golden opportunity, okay? Go tell them to listen to the podcast. My producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. In studio with me, Carmen Bradshaw from Blue KC and Dr. Patricia Neubauer, KC Care Community Health. We're very happy to have them in here today. And we're, you know, I do these shows so that we can explain things to you and break it down so it's understandable. And you're not hearing all this noise out there that doesn't make any sense about these vaccines. If you want to know here in Kansas and Missouri where you can go to get the vaccines, the hotline in Missouri is 877-435-8411. In Kansas, it's 866-534-3463. Or you can go to bluekc.com. There's a link up there for the vaccine, what you need to know about the vaccine. Lots of information there to help you get in. And by the way, you just heard Carmen talk about the fact that, you know, in May, they're going to open this up to a whole different age bracket of people because the president's pushing this thing to get as much of this vaccine out there as they can. So here's an opportunity. Where can I get it? Well, this is a great opportunity to find out where you can get it. All right, doctor, let's talk about this mRNA, um, the the safety of the vaccine and, and how Pfizer Moderna pulled this off. And, and, and why this part of this is so important? Well, well, probably the easiest way to, that I know to understand what's going to happen is the mRNA at, that's in the Pfizer and the Moderna. If you can imagine that you wanted to make a cake and someone came to your door and handed you a recipe and then you got that recipe, but then you used your ingredients and made your own cake, that's really what these are doing. It doesn't impact our DNA. It doesn't do any of the things that I've seen in some of those kind of wacky posts that you might see on social media. It just is like someone saying, this is how you do it. Our body takes that message and it makes the the spike protein. You may have heard that word. And because of that, then our body creates the immunity that allows us to fight off this illness. You know, that's probably one of the cleanest explanations of this I think I've heard anybody do. Okay. That that's pretty easy to understand. Okay. You know, it's baked in the cake, basically. That's yeah. what what it amounts to. And this technology's been around for how long? For over 10 years. Yeah. And you mentioned that it was used on Ebola. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't Deborah Bricks brought back specifically because of her experience with Ebola in Africa, or was it HIV? I couldn't remember which one it was. Well, you know, Dr. Fauci, who's been someone that most people have heard of, he's been around since the days of HIV. Dr. Burks, I believe, was Ebola, but I don't know that yeah, for a and fact. She, but because of their experience with this, was the right. purpose of putting them on this team and putting this together. As I said earlier, um, it, it, you know, it's in my opinion, it's a miracle that this got done the way it got done as fast as it got done. But back to what you said, what this does, doctor, is it gets your body 
to develop the immunity to the vaccine. That's the purpose of the vaccine. It doesn't give you COVID, okay? No. Well, that's another one that's out there, along with birth defects, okay? And some of this other, you called it wackiness, okay, which is exactly what it is. It's not based on any scientific data or information. So that needs to be dispelled. Well, and and again, you know, you, you can't fault people for being afraid, but what we can do is get the correct information out there. And the correct information is that these vaccines are very safe, that they're based on science, they're based on solid research, and that all the, the normal procedures to review the data have happened. So, yes, it was fast, but it was thorough. Yeah, and, and that's what they need to understand, that it was thorough. Okay, and look at all the people that are taking the. I mean, if you look at this vaccine here and you look at AstraZeneca and what's going on in Europe, they've got a mess. Okay, and they're having lots of problems with it. Now you're seeing these vaccines, you're not hearing any of that. Okay, you're hearing some side effects, but you're not hearing any of that kind of thing that they're seeing with some of these, you know, with some of the other vaccines that are out there. And when you look at the efficacy of this compared to the Chinese vaccine or the Sputnik Russian vaccine or even AstraZeneca, Boy, it's really different. Well, I mean, we're very fortunate to have access to this particular group of vaccines. But, you know, there's a lot of roads to roam. So, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of different vaccines be released over time. But to go back to what we have available is, you know, people need to realize that um, they may have an effect when they get, like you mentioned, your arm was sore. Yeah, yeah. But that is a normal reaction. You know, what our body is doing because of this message telling us how to do this, our body's having immune response. That's what we want. And that is causing some of the effects that people describe. But those are really, if you get the headache or the chills or the fever or the sore arm, what you need to say is, wow, that's great. I know my body's doing what it's supposed to do. Now, that's an interesting message for people to hear. So if you do get them, that means your body's doing what it's supposed to do. It's developing the immunity to the particular COVID-19. Yeah. And that's not to scare people that didn't have much of a reaction because, you know, everybody's body is different. Yeah. So like you said, the second one, you didn't have any reaction. And that's okay, too, because your body has already been doing what it's supposed to do. It it was really quite remarkable. You know, this is an interesting comparison, Carmen. You know, everybody thinks, got to get, especially if you're chronologically challenged, okay, (laughs) you know, you have to get a flu shot. Talk about the efficacy of the flu shot compared to, I mean, if you want to compare something, compare that to what's going on with the vaccines that we have. Yeah, well, the vaccine here for COVID, it's it's really impressive to the doctor's point, fast but thorough is the key here and effective. We know that it um, can't necessarily prevent infection. In fact, you can still be a carrier if you get the vaccine, but it is 100% effective in stopping death and stopping those hospitalizations that come with very severe COVID experiences. But when we look at the flu vaccine, you might be surprised to know that comparatively, it's 40 to 60% effective at preventing flu illness. So, I mean, that just says a lot right there. (laughs) Yeah, I think it speaks volumes, doctor. You know, we've been taking flu vaccines for years, okay? And it's 40 to 60% effective compared to this, which is 95 plus. Right, but but the thing with the flu vaccine that kind of gives you some perspective is maybe you still get the flu, but what the research shows us is that you get much less sick. 
And that's what we know and is even more impressive with the COVID vaccine is you might actually get COVID. The risk is smaller but you're not going to get as sick. And, and that's key. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to this again, because, you know, when I heard that number today, 100% effective in hospitalization and death. I mean, if that alone doesn't tell people, why take the risk? Mm-hmm. What, why? Why would you do that when you don't have to? Um, and there are lots of resources um, allowing people to get this vaccine and get it in a timely manner. So it does make a big difference. It, it, and, and again, you know, doctor, you pointed it out, you know, People do have issues that, you know, if you're if you're going to get a headache or tiredness or 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 muscle pain, that's typically not going to last more than about a day from the and I've had I've talked to people that have had the issue and they've had to, you know, okay well, I had to go to bed for a day and I'm, I'm fine now. Well, that's a small price to pay versus getting it. And, you know, I had a 40 year old uh, friend of mine in Texas was out for two whole months with it and fought and fought and fought, and he got it from his four-year-old daughter, okay? Um, now, the vaccines weren't of it. With the infection, is Correct, yeah, yeah. He didn't get the shot, and it wasn't even available then, but the point is, um, you know, regardless of your age, it's an issue, okay? Well, and, and <clears throat> as, as we're having more experience with the COVID illness, what we're finding is more people have lingering problems after the illness. Say that again? That, that people are having lingering illnesses after having COVID infection. Yeah, like losing your ability to have taste. Mm-hmm. And then I heard from a cardiologist friend of mine, Dr. Tracy Stevens, that there are lingering effects with heart issues that are going on with people. What are some of the other things people are experiencing? Well, some neurological problems, um, memory problems, and uh, even more importantly, some psychiatric issues. There's a lot of depression and anxiety that they find are lasting months after having had COVID. So it's it's there's a lot more to this illness than just flu-like for a couple days. Carmen? Yeah, and I'd like to add on to that. Even if you don't personally contract COVID-19, this whole psychiatric aspect or the emotional um, experiences that people are going through, anxiety and depression are severe. And if anything, I hope this pandemic sheds lights on the fact that our society has a lot of work to do for behavioral health. So for me, that's just yet another reason why getting this vaccine is important because getting people out of that anxious mindset is so important right now. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. If you want information, you can go to the website, bluekc.com. What you need to know about the vaccine, click on that. The hotline in Missouri, 877-435-8411, 877-435-8411, or Kansas, 866-534-3463. If you want information on the vaccines, where you can get it, where it's available, when you can get it, all that information is there. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with the closing segment. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIE Radio Network. The doctors in the house will be back with more. Welcome. 
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Lots of videos up there, some pretty interesting stuff we did in the Yoga Pilates studio with Dana Goodall, my yoga and Pilates instructor. No, I'm not necessarily doing the exercises, but they are pretty good videos. My producer, Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, Carmen Bradshaw from Blue KC, Dr. Patricia Newbar from KC Care Community Health. We're talking about the COVID vaccine. The purpose of this show is to educate you, to give you an opportunity to understand what these vaccines do, how they work. I think doctor made the greatest explanation this I've heard. Baking a cake. It was pretty simple, pretty easy to understand. So if you've got somebody out there that is really worried about this, have them go listen to the podcast. Go up on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. <laughs> There's the information right there. It's as simple as that for you to understand. If you want information on where to get a vaccine, go to bluekc.com. The link, what you need to know about the vaccine, they've got a lot of information there. Missouri, the hotline, 877-435-8411. Kansas, 866 866- Six five three four thirty four sixty three. All right, fifty years. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. Started out as the Westport. I, I yeah, that's really quite remarkable. Yeah, <clears throat> you know when they started the clinic, they thought they were going to take care of people with drug overdoses and street people. And the first person to come in had high blood pressure and no insurance. So that's really the mission we have at KC Care is to help the people who either are uninsured or underserved. You know, obviously we work with Blue Cross because they're our community partner. But we want to make sure everybody has access to quality care. And we've been doing it for 50 years now. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. How many clinics are in and around Kansas City that you're operating now? We have four locations that pretty much go from north to south. Um, We have our main location on Broadway, and that's where we've been giving most of the vaccines. And I know that location well. I drive by it every day practically, yeah. But we've now started to expand that, and I'm really proud to announce that we have a clinic up that's operating out of the Don Bosco Community Center because a lot of of the people of color that I mentioned earlier that were concerned – People who don't have transportation, we're now one day a week giving vaccines up there to try to help populations that may not have easy access to vaccines. Yeah, I served on that board of directors for about four years, so I'm very familiar with it. Serve a lot of meals in there, mm-hmm. and, and and a lot of seniors come in there, and there are a lot of meals on wheels going out of it. It is a great place for people to come on the whole north end, so it's a great place for people to come to get the vaccines. Carmen, why is Blue KC, I mean, this is interesting that Blue KC is partnering. I don't see anybody else doing this in the insurance industry, interestingly enough, but why is it Blue KC, you know, puts the time and the effort in to partner with with this healthcare clinic uh, to help people that don't have health insurance have healthcare needs. Doctor talked about the first person came in had high blood pressure. Probably didn't even know they had high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Why? Did, why is Blue KC doing this? You know, there's so much I could say in response to that. What I will say is we're deeply committed to the health and well-being of our community. It's a big part of the values and it drives the work we do in taking care of every single person that's not only covered through Blue KC, but the partners who are serving our broader community. We know that our community clinics are typically serving our most vulnerable residents, the people who have highest risk. You know, whether you're coming from a neighborhood that might be, um, you know, 
a group of people who are barely surviving. They're working poor or they don't have access to food or regular housing or they're not safe or they're, they are uh, minority populations and, and they lack access to care. You know, this is what's important to us. We are focused on making sure equality is existent and that should be something that happens when we provide health care and we really try to figure out how to make a healthy community happen. These partners are critical for us. Yeah, and it's it. I think it speaks volumes about the commitment uh, to this group and and to what they provide and what they're able to do here in Kansas City and the fact that there's a 50 year legacy. How long has Blue KC been involved? For a long time, so we've been around a little bit longer than than the yeah, KC Clare Clinic, uh-huh. but um, but you know, I've only been a part of Blue KC for a little less than a year, and and this is why I'm here. Community health is my passion. Behavioral health is my passion, and to see. Um, an entity like Blue Casey step up and be a leader in this space in caring for all people, caring for the whole person and really trying to make population health our focus no matter what. It's a good thing. It is a good thing. Doctor, talk a little bit about, you know, from the HIV epidemic to the opioid crisis. You know, we, we still see a lot of issues with this stuff today. I mean, we've got a whole group of homeless people camped out up here in Westport, another group sitting over at City Hall. How do those people, those are the people you're servicing or part of the people you're servicing? Those definitely are part of the people we're servicing. But our whole kind of mission is around being a health home. And a lot of people don't realize how important it is to have one place where they can go to get care. Where, you know, I think about the old, uh, what was it, Cheers, where everybody knows your name. You know, when they come to KC Care, we can provide primary care, pediatric care, um, dental, and and a big part of it is that we have integrated behavioral health. You know, we look at the whole person. So, you know, it's not only the people that maybe don't have access to other resources. We try to make sure they have access to every kind of resource that they need for their clinical health. So how do people find out more? What's the website for them to go to for you uh, or a phone number they can call? If they, if they know somebody that needs help or they're listening to this and they go, yeah, we need to do that. Well, the, the emails or the website's pretty easy. It's kccare.org. Uh, our main number is 816-753-5144. And we are pretty much in the heart of Midtown, Kansas City. But like I said, we have clinics in in various areas of the city. Yeah, it's remarkable that you're, there's a lot more here than just healthcare. You're doing behavioral health, you're doing dental, you're doing all these other things where folks don't have health insurance or don't have access. That We just did a show here not very long ago about how now ACA and Obamacare has opened up. And you know, I had a piece this morning in the paper that said half a million people have applied since February and gotten coverage. So that's something that needed to happen. I'm glad it did happen. Um, but there's still a group of people out there that are underserved and are not getting the kind of care that they need. So it's great that Blue KC's commitment to this. And doctor, it's great. That 50 years. That's, you're to be congratulated on that. It's, that's, that's a real success. Thank you Thank very you. much, both of you, for being here today. I hope you learned from this show today, people, because that's what it was for, to educate you about the issues surrounding this whole thing on COVID-19 and the vaccine. The website, if you want information, bluekc.com, link for the vaccine. Everything is up there that you need to know. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'll leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together is fools. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye.